Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Welcome to the start of another year. You know, I love it that our God is the God of new beginnings. And as we get into the Word today, let's just say it like we mean it. My heart's open, my mind's ready, and I won't be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today we're looking in Genesis 15, reading from 1 to 6. It goes like this. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. In other words, your protection, your exceeding great reward. But Abram said, you know, he had just come through a very, very tough 2022 season of his life. And he's still in the battle with a little disappointment, with a little a bit of discouragement around him. And to be honest, there was a little bit of disillusionment towards God because of the season that he had just had. Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless? He said, I'm surrounded by stuff, but it means nothing because there is one unfulfilled desire on the inside of my heart. And it doesn't feel like it's going to happen. And the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. So here he is. He's basically venting. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. So God interrupts his negative confession with a faith statement with a vision of what could be. You know, can you, can, you, can you just see it? Abraham, I'm telling you right now, you're going to dream big. You may be disappointed and in despair and discouragement, but I'm telling you to dream big because you're going to have a baby. Then he brought him outside and said, look now towards heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. I mean, come on, this is so awesome. And speaks to the character of our God right here. He could have just said, Abraham, you're going to have a baby. But he didn't. I love how extra our God is. He's the God of extra. And he says, come outside and look at the sky. Look at all the stars. Come on, look at them. And Abraham was struck by the beauty of the night sky. And the stars were like diamonds on black velvet. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And he believed, this is Abraham, in the Lord. And he accounted to him listen to this and he believed in the lord and he accounted it to him as righteousness it was accounted to him as righteousness look at me i don't want you to get to heaven with a whole lot of uncashed promises and i think it's sad sometimes that even in the church we can so easily reduce our testimonies down to the worst story in the room and that's sad because when you look at the Bible, we see stories of incredible transformation. So I'm here at the beginning of 2023 to tell you that even though Abraham was married to a barren woman, God didn't need a fertile womb in order to bring about his promise. And maybe today you're looking around at impossible circumstances. But I believe the word of the Lord in the midst of it all for you right at the beginning of this year is number one, dream big. Dream big. I mean big. Dream big. Dream audacious, bold. Only God can do this kind of vision stuff. And I've got to tell you that my story 
uh, is that you know, I come from humble beginnings. Yet here I sit, blessed, because I dared to believe God and I dreamed big. You know, our motto when we started this church was dream big in a small place. And although Paul has grown and Wellington is expanding, our dream is still so much bigger than where we are right now. You know, it costs you nothing to dream. So here you are with 2023 before you. As a church, we've done everything we can this past year to equip you. But now it's up to you. It's up to you and God. What is he saying about your 2023? You know, when it comes to Abram, know that there is no difference for you. The Bible is clear. We are sons and daughters of Abraham. So you must understand that God is no respecter of persons. What he did for him, he can do for you. But the spirit of this age is doom and gloom. I see it all the time, a negative spirit. And it's possible that you picked it up and, you know, it's caused you to feel discouraged. You believe that nothing will ever work out, you know, the way you want it to work out. Your dreamer has been compromised. And I don't care about the forecast, the news headlines, the interest rate, whatever, whatever. God wants you to dream big. So live by faith and not by sight. There's an awesome scripture in Psalms. And it's the Lord speaking to David. And he says to David, David, ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. What are you doing? What are you dreaming for? What are you asking for today? It's so important in coming out of this season that we've been through, you know, uh, that has tried to contain us and make our world smaller, you know, for us not to get bogged down by everything that we can't do. Why can't we? When you read the stories of the miraculous things that take place in the Bible, all the dreams and desires that fill the pages and all the interventions and transformations that take place. Why do you disqualify yourself? What's awesome is at the end of the passage on that first scripture that I read to you, the Bible says that when Abraham believed, it was accounted to him as righteousness. And you thought righteousness was having a big fat Bible that was fully underlined, completely memorized, being able to prophesy the paint of the walls. You know, that will make me righteous. But right here, the Bible is saying that God called Abraham righteous. Why? Because he believed God could do what he said he was going to do. That puts things in a whole different perspective. Religion has totally missed it. We judge people on how they look, the externals, the way they wear their clothes, you know, how many tattoos they have or don't have, you know. God calls the righteous person the person who will dream big in spite of impossible odds. The person with faith. We think that smoking or uh, maybe vaping is disqualifying. But God says, if they believe me, believe my word, I count them as righteous. What are you doing with your dreams today, friend? Really, what are you? I'm here to stir you up a little bit. I can't lie to you. I am frustrated with the culture in the world that also has crept into some churches that reduces vision down to the worst story in the room. Lift up your eyes. God had to get Abram out of his confined space, out of his tent. Get out your tent, Abram. You're in a tiny place and look up at the stars. Look at the, the sky above you. 
Do you not think the same God that created the stars can create something beautiful in your life out of something or even out of nothing? Dream big. Come on. Just wherever you're sitting, just shake your body, you know. Just shake out 2022. Gone. And dream big for 2023. So number one, we're going to dream big. Number two, we're going to, number two, dream broad. Dream broad. So I want to ask you this question. If your dreams came true, would they just bless you or would they bless other people? So we have to dream big, yes. But does your dream include the blessing of others? Joseph is an awesome guy in the Bible. And as I've looked a little more at the story, it's become clear to me what an incredible man he was. He had a dream in Matthew 1, reading from verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. Like, uh-oh, how many of you guys would have run for the hills? Or you would have been posting on Facebook or social media, don't trust women, they are bad news. You know, he's in this position where he's engaged to marry. The marriage has been said, he's in love, they in love. And all of a sudden, she starts to swell. And it wasn't because she had eaten too much Christmas cake. And then she says to him, I'm pregnant, but it's God's baby. Can you imagine? Come on, be real. Come on. You know, it's as far-fetched today as it was then. But even in the middle of this, this man of great character, who had been told that was through the Holy Spirit, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. I'm not going to make a big deal out of this in public. Come on, let's be honest. What a man. I'm not going to go on a public shaming tour, you know. I will deal with it discreetly because I care about this woman. So he's a good person. But then he has a dream and God gives him a broad dream. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are going to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Who's to know whether he woke up in the morning and was thinking to himself, was that really God? Or was that like the extra pizza I ate you know, when nobody was looking? But the truth is this dream that Joseph had cost him a lot. Will your dream or does your dream cost you something in order to bring Jesus to the world? In all our dreaming. I want us to believe God and dream big. Maybe you're watching today and you come from a family line that's never owned property and you've never owned property and you think you won't. In Jesus' name, listen to me. Dream big. Dream big. Dream big for your relationships. Maybe you've been through failed relationships, you know, one relationship after another. And God is saying to you, I want you to dream again for a beautiful, fulfilling marriage. Maybe you're watching today and you've failed in business, but there is something that is on the inside of you and you want to want to have another go. You say, you know, I want to step out again. I want to say to you, dream big, dream big. But right now, I'm also saying to you, dream broad, dream broad. How does your dream bless others? 
Man, inconvenience. Imagine the inconvenience for Joseph. For him, it was his reputation. Nobody else around him had the dream. You know, they hadn't had that. He just had to walk around with people murmuring, snickering, you know, sniggering behind his back, pushing the baby carriage around town, and they all know, hey, that ain't his baby. People watching from a distance, gossiping, he's not the baby's dad. His dream cost him something in order to bless other people. He was a parent with a child that wasn't his. He had to protect a child that wasn't his. He had to provide for a child that wasn't his. All for a dream. What's your dream going to cost you today in order to bring Jesus to the world? I get sad when I go through a lot of social media and listen to the news reports about the state of a lot of the young people in the world today. And really, it's not their fault. There are so many unparented children in the world today. They may have parents at home, but they are still unparented. And I believe this portion of this message is important because I feel in the season that lies ahead, God is wanting to raise up Josephs who will actually take responsibility for children that are not their own. And it will be an inconvenience. It could be anything from adopting, fostering, mentoring, discipling, befriending, you know, finding a kid in your world who maybe hasn't got a dad or a parent. And I'm telling you, there are plenty of them. There are so many kids with no role models in their lives and they end up perpetuating their parents' dysfunction. I'm just saying, will your dream cost you? Will your dream just bless you or those around you? And I believe that post-COVID, God is wanting to raise up Joseph's people who will come alongside others, you know, come alongside them and, and walk with them, raise them in the ways of the Lord and bring Jesus to an often arrogant or lonely, lost, scared generation. Do you know the amazing thing about this particular story of Joseph? He said yes to God when it cost him everything. He didn't get any upfront bonuses. He wasn't told, well, if you do this, you'll get, you know, a monthly stipend and the world will think of you as somebody awesome. He got none of that. He just made the decision because it was the right thing to do. Do you know the amazing thing that happened after that? Listen to me. That baby was born and then all of a sudden, three kings showed up. They had gold and frankincense and myrrh. You'll find that if you make that decision to dream broad, for God, from the right place, I'm talking about from the right heart, provision will follow. Where there is godly vision, there is always provision. And I will say amen to that in my life. I hope that wherever you're sitting, you're writing this down and getting excited because I want to be an inspiration to you. What is God saying to you? Dream big, dream broad, and number three, dream deep, dream deep. I've left this one till last because it really is the activating factor to everything. It costs us nothing to dream, but dreams do cost if you want to keep them. Think about the number of people that wanted their dream goal or their dream guy, that dream marriage, dream family, dream job, you know, the dream financial security. And it's great, but it's going to cost you to keep those things. And you do that by asking God to develop your character. Many of us in the years that have just gone past, you know, have lived the slogan that is on our wall. 
on a wall we say here in the church, and we believed for it. Now, I don't want to take away from this in any way, but we will fill our lives, and it's so easy, we can fill our lives with stuff which we're not going to get to keep if we don't allow God to do a deep dive on our character and deal with some of our issues. Because we've dreamed and we've dreamt and, it, and we just haven't been able to keep the dream. In preparing for this message, I've discovered that fear of the future is at the top of the list when it comes to facing 2023. And I believe if God had to write your vision for you, if you're one of those fearing the future, he would say, put freedom from fear at the very top of your list. Come on, do not fear I don't know how much trust you will need or the amount of boldness and courage and uh, fearlessness you will need going into 2023. But God knows exactly what we need. So today, as you dream, come on, you know, of this new year that lies ahead of us, it's a day of new resolutions, of dreaming again. So what is God saying to you as it relates to the deep things the unseen things, the character things, you know, that he's wanting to develop in your life, in my life. Maybe it's a greater level of discernment. I've seen so many people, you know, realize their dreams only to lose it all because of a lack of discernment. They partner with the wrong people. They make shady deals, you know. They don't use wisdom and discernment. They don't seek advice and they lose everything sometimes including their reputation. And they've had the dream in their hands, but lost it all because they didn't deal with the deep character issues of the heart. In this year ahead, I would hate for you to dream, maybe even write it down and believe for it, and then see it slip through your fingers because you didn't have the character to keep it. So maybe today, at the top of your dream list for the year ahead, you need to just say, Father, I'm asking for greater wisdom. I need wisdom. You will never, ever regret praying for more wisdom. In fact, our final dream for today is about a man named Solomon in 1 Kings 3, reading from verse 5. At Gideon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. I mean, this dream is a big moment. Imagine if God turned up in your bedroom and said, ask for whatever you wanted me to give you. Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, verse 7. Now, Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this people, this great people of yours? You know, at the top of Solomon's dream for the future was, Father, give me wisdom. Give me discernment. Give me understanding. You know, give me an ability to judge between what is right and what is wrong. So today is when we look at the year ahead and I want you to dream big. I want you to dream broad. But I also want you to dream deep. What is God saying to you today? I want you to close your eyes just for a second. Let us just, just pause just for a second. Don't worry about the people around you. I'm talking to you, not them. What is God saying to you? This is between you and him right now.
wherever you are right now, what is God saying? Maybe it's a dream and you've lost him. You know, I believe that God wants to develop something deep on the inside of you so that when the dream comes again, you'll be able to keep it and you can continue what God wants to give you. He's got so much plan and purpose. Solomon wanted wisdom and the Bible says that this request pleased the Lord. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I'll give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you'll have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me and keep my decrees and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Then Solomon awoke and he realized it had been a dream. But it was a God dream. It was a God-sized dream. And so I encourage you, start to dream big. I want you to just spend that minute I was talking about. Let, let's just think, I mean, think about it. How can I increase the level of my dream? Think about it. How can you increase your dream? Does your dream have faith attached to it? Is the way you're dreaming a good indicator of the God you serve? Think about the world that he created, the stars that he just flung into space. Think of the vibrancy and the color and the depth and the wonder and the beauty and the awe and the majesty of his creation. Are your dreams a reflection of that? I really don't want you to look back with any shame. That's not why I'm saying any of this. I say to shame off you today. God came to Abraham when he was in a personal rut. I mean, come on, we've all been there. But many of you have reduced your dreams and God's ability down to how you view yourself. Never do that. Have your expectations in the right place. And some of you have put your expectations in man. Or you thought it was going to be the government. Don't do that. Put your hope in the Lord. Have your expectations in God. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him, God, who is able, if your expectations are in man, then sure, lower them. If your expectations are in the government, then really, really lower them. But if they're in God, lift them, lift them, lift them your eyes dream big look at the sky the same god that blessed and provided for abraham and gave him his heart's desire is the same god that is here for you today and he's with you sitting right where you are right now waiting for you to dream big and dream broad how will your dream and vision for 2023 bless others there are so many people in this world that have no hope and they are staggering into this new year, ready to make the same mistakes they made last year all over again, unless you engage, unless you step up. People in our world, people in our own family, nieces, nephews, friends, colleagues, who is God putting on your heart today? God spoke to Joseph in a dream, but it's still blessing the world today. And finally, dream deep. What in your character, what issue is God wanting to deal with? 
Jesus came to a rich young ruler who had everything going for him on the outside. But God doesn't see as man sees. And the Bible says he looks at the heart and he looks through the fancy clothes and the extravagant shoes. He looks past the calling card of excellence and success and he says, one thing you lack. And I think it's a good thing at the beginning of every year to ask Jesus the same question of ourselves. What's the one thing I can trust for the year ahead? God, what is lacking on the inner me? Maybe I'm fearful. Maybe I'm a controller. There's enough of those going around. Believe me, maybe I'll try and control every environment I'm in so I don't have to you know, feel any pain or hurt. Maybe I'm anxious and God is wanting to deal with my fear and anxiety issues. Will you let him in? Maybe you lack wisdom and you find yourself repeating the same mistakes constantly because truthfully, you just aren't wise. Well, the great thing about that is the Bible tells you in the book of James, those who ask the Lord for wisdom will get it. He will give it to them liberally and without measure. You don't have to have a college degree to get wiser. I've learned some people with their degrees get less wise. And the Bible is clear. Those who lack wisdom can ask the Lord for it and he will give it to them liberally. Man, are you seeking wisdom? Is it on the radar for the year ahead? You know, I think I prayed for wisdom more than anything else in my life, apart from forgiveness, maybe. But definitely wisdom. Coming into the ministry, oh my goodness. You know, God, give me wisdom. I've got to lead people older than me, wiser than me, stronger than me, tougher than me. You know, I can't do it without you, Lord. God, there are those that are for me. God, there are those that are against me. God, give me wisdom. Wisdom. Have an expectation for it. Father, thank you that this year you are going to give me the wisdom that I need for the year that lies ahead. Thank you that I'm going to grow in wisdom so that when the dreams and visions and the plans that you have for me come to pass, I have the kind of character that can hold on to them. God, I'm believing that you can do it in me, for me. Today at the beginning of 2023, put your trust in him because he can do immeasurably more that all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I'm believing that the best is yet to come. Let's pray. Lord, remind us to turn our attention to the importance of not only each year, but each day and help us to make our lives count so that others may live. Starting the year, Lord, I know without Jesus is like jumping into a dark, unknown patch of the future. But with you, Lord, it's like taking a step with the one who holds the future. And right now, with that in mind, I want to give you, yes, you, listen to me, an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. The Bible is clear. It says in Romans 10, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And if that's you, and you say, Mark, at the beginning of this year, I'm making Jesus my Lord. Would you pray this simple prayer with me right now? Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. I'm excited. That's the best decision you could make at the beginning of a year. Listen to me. If you've just prayed that simple prayer, we believe you become born again. That means your life is starting afresh. What a time to start it afresh. And I want to challenge you to keep God first place in your life. Dream dreams, big dreams, broad dreams, deep dreams. Your God goes before you into 2023. And as I said, the best is yet to come. So join us again next week. We're online. Until then, share hope, show kindness, and shine Jesus.